Welcome everyone to the Immigrant's Journey podcast. Here we create a space for understanding, learning and engagement in Ireland's immigrant populations. I am your host, Carmen Adam, and today we have the very lovely Stefania, Irish born from an Italian family. She's recently graduated from university and is now trying to figure out next steps and how to make it in this very expensive city of ours, Dublin. Stefania, welcome. Hello. <laughs> so let's start in the beginning. Where is your family from and what brought them to Ireland? My family is from Italy and uh, both sides came, my mother's side and my father's side came over to Ireland um, at different times. My grandmother's came over on my mom's side uh, after the war. Um, World War Two. World War Two. Okay. Because the village they grew up in was nothing there for Destroyed. them anymore. Yeah. Um, so they came over and I think they went... At first, they went to Dublin, um, and then they moved up to Belfast. But then, as my mum was born, my mum was born in Belfast, and then the trouble started up there. Yes. So they had to move back again and again. again. <laughs> did your mum meet your father in Belfast, or did they meet in Dublin? Uh, Dublin. Okay. My mum's family. Um, my great uncle owned a business, and then my dad moved to Ireland at the age of eleven to work for my mum's family. So that's how they met. Oh well. And it just so happens that uh, they were actually from villages very close to each other in Italy. So, did they know? Did the families know each other in Italy? I they didn't know each other very well. They knew of that's each kind other. of how things kind of happened. People moved because they like, oh, there's this family over there. You should go and work for them, and you know, yeah, learn English, and you know, <laughs> make it make something of yourself. So that's how uh, they got here. And then excellent. They <laughs> so growing up what differences did you see in your parents culture and Irish culture or do you or did your parents like totally embrace Irish culture or did they still do things that are quite Italian uh, well they can't yeah they would have done things more Italian at home like we even had Italian television and we had like they would speak Italian to us and Italian food and very much a family oriented kind of like very close very close um i don't really know if irish families were similar to that i don't because i i never really was like i was very strict so i never really went to people's houses or you know right. that kind of thing so like i don't really know if irish families had a very close-knit um home life yes uh, like italians do um they're very they're very cautious of other people coming into their home so okay so you weren't hosting loads of little Irish friends as you were no. growing up. So it's a very, but Italians quite like that. So like if you go into their house, they're they're friendly, but they're not as like oh come in, you know like yes, they'll feed you, but <laughs> they'll feed you a lot of food. But it, I find that they're, they're very cautious, and um, I think Irish people are maybe a little bit more like oh yeah, yeah no problem, come on in, welcome, welcome. I don't think it's a bad thing that they're cautious, but. It is a difference I've kind of noticed going in, like, Res. as I got a bit older, going into friends' houses, they kind of seem to have a little more freedom to do things, whereas at home it's very this and nothing else, you know? Yeah, I grew, I grew up the same way, actually. Yeah. Like, I, the way my father interacted with the world, it was just his family. He didn't really interact with anything, anyone yeah, else. that's basically what it's like, yeah. So it's it can get very claustrophobic. Yeah. 
Yeah. So do you feel Irish or do you feel Italian or do you feel a mixture of both? Sometimes I feel like a mix, especially if I go to Italy. I find that they're very like, oh, you're very Irish. Ah. But like here... In what ways? I, I well, the way I speak Italian is, it will be a start. Yes. <laughs> weird accent to it. Um, <laughs> or the fact that I'm very pale because I'm not a lot of sun. They always mention that because they're very dark. And they're like, oh, you look sick. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's so mean when people oh, say that. No, I don't get sun. I'm sorry. Um, I live in Ireland, not in Italy. I live in a cold. Yeah, just things like that. They're not... Uh, and like our clothes are different. Like it, it is very fashionable, you know, and... I'm not. <laughs> so that kind of stuff. And like when I'm here, uh, I just don't find myself very Irish. Because even people are like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from here. And they're like, no, <laughs> you're not from here. And I'm like, no, I am. And they're like, but you don't look Irish. And then I have to explain the whole thing. And yeah. that's why I don't say it because it's long. Yes. It's a complicated story to start explaining to everybody I meet. So I just say, oh, I'm from Dublin, like I'm from here. But you are, in fairness. Well, yeah. It's where like you're they, just, they, don't, they don't accept that as an answer. So <laughs> I have to your face you. doesn't match. Your... Like, your face doesn't look like you are. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm not from here. Okay. So it's like I have people there telling me, oh, you're not really Italian. The people here is like, oh, you're not really Irish, though. So I'm like, yeah, okay, nothing then. <laughs> I don't fit anywhere. <laughs> So what do you think has been the most difficult obstacle that you've overcome in relation to like thriving in Ireland and dealing with this kind of like, don't really fit in here, don't really fit in there? Um, it's very hard to have a family so close and live in a society that gives their kids normally more freedom. Yeah. Because like that, I would grow up and they'd be like, oh, my friends would be like, oh, come over to my house and you know, I like I have to ask and like I have to do this and that kind of thing like I can't just go whereas yeah. other people they could have just went and just called their parents and be like oh listen I'm staying and blah 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 yeah because they would know each other yeah. the parents would know each other ah, I see they would socialize so mine don't they kind of stay stick with what they know stick to other Italians stick to their own little society so I'm that was really hard especially like kids didn't really understand because they're kids, they don't get it. Exactly. So I didn't really have a lot of, like, when I was much younger, not like in my teens, it would have been below the age of 10. They would kind of like push me aside and not really pay much attention to me. Like teachers would literally have to make kids, like, invite me to things. Oh. Because, <laughs> because like, they wouldn't, because I'd have to keep saying no, or I wouldn't yeah. be allowed to invite them over. So like, I get it, like, you know, I was hard to be a friend with. Oh, so <laughs> they made sad. it hard. So, yeah, that would have been the hardest thing, really, was just socialising in a, two different ways. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it wasn't important for them to kind of, like, integrate with the community, know the families around them, have their children play with, you know, the local children? Did you ever ask them? No, actually. I probably should have. Like, I still could, I don't know. I never really asked them. I think because when they came here, they would have been very much outsiders and not very accepted. So, like, they just had to kind of stay within their community and that's okay. all they kind of know. And then they got used to it? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, even now, like, don't get me wrong, they're friendly to people they meet that aren't Italian. Like, I'm not saying they 
I make them sound so bad. They're not. <laughs> they just, they know, they, they like what they know. Yeah. And anything outside of that is too much. They don't agree with like adding, um, how, was it, how do I say it? Unnecessary um, elements to their daily routine. Basic, yeah, but they don't know what's going to come of it. Do you know what I mean? They don't want to add more stress to their family than there needs to be because they have a business and they have this and they have to they have to make money they came here to make money you know yeah. that was their goal right. not to make friends it's to make okay. money <laughs> so but at this stage do they still have the idea which a lot of immigrants do they want to come to a place make their money and go back home build a house back home oh, get married yeah. back home but really oh yeah my parents are planning on going back but, they're retiring there they're not staying. okay they're retiring but like there. they're they're near that age so their whole thing is go back Okay. Yeah. And even my grandparents want to come back and So has this village rebuilt? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. It's okay. Um it's just money over in Italy and you don't make as much. Yeah. Things are cheaper there for sure, but that's because you don't make as much yeah. money. So I think they should have went there long ago, kept the business and just lived there from the business, but they're workaholics, so they wanna be there. <laughs> So nothing, you know, they don't listen to the kids. The kids don't know what they're talking about. Okay. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, you do whatever you want. But even now, they don't, even like if I go out, they don't get the whole idea of socializing. They don't right. seem to get that now. I don't think that's an Italian thing necessarily because Italians are quite social. You think that's just your, your parents I thing? I think that's just my family being here. Like if you go to Italy, it's very social. You know, you go for coffee, you go out and drinks and, you know, it's, it's very happy, very social. It's just here, I don't think it's the same for them because they never had that. So they don't get us doing it. Yeah. They don't understand it. Um, See, I feel whenever immigrants have difficulty integrating, I always feel like sometimes it's a half and half thing. Okay. It's half the culture being a bit reserved about accepting them. And it's half the immigrant being reserved about getting to know the culture and embracing it and socializing. Because like my fat, like my grandfather, my grandfather went to the United States in the 1970s. Um, up until the day he'd lived um, his entire adult life in Chicago. Uh, we moved to Oklahoma at the end, but neither here nor there. My point is this man could barely string a few sentences in English together, even though he lived there for over 40 years. And I'm just like, how do you survive like that? I would be gutted if I couldn't interact with the culture, but I suppose he had an, he had a large family and he had enough Brazilian friends, yeah. and that was good enough for him. I know a lot of people like that even now. I've met people in Dublin who come from Italy and they don't really know English, and I'm like, well, how do you work Goodbye. here? He's, uh, one one man told me he was like, I work in a company and I work in the Italian part, so all my job is speaking Italian. Oh no. I make Italian friends. There's lots of Italians in Ireland now. And he's like, I live in Dublin, so I just meet Italians. And I'm like, how? Like, <laughs> This is a lesson of how not to integrate and not to thrive not, in a new yeah, environment. Really, oh my like, God. I'm like, this This interview is basically a do not. <laughs> if you're moving anywhere, seriously, like do the opposite of everything my family have done. But like, they, yeah, I've met, I've met people like that. And I just, I think it's crazy. I actually think it's, I didn't think you could do that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I grew up here. It's like, okay, yeah, you integrate, whatever. I didn't actually think that people could come here and not have to actually learn English. They don't. Yeah. They really don't. If you find the people, um, if, if you have a large community of people from your country here, 
you really don't have to um I wonder I it's so crazy. I wonder, I wonder what would what would it take to encourage and motivate these people to push themselves outside of their comfort zone because that's what it is they're afraid they're in a new environment they don't yeah. know how anything is it's natural in the beginning to yeah. cling to people that uh, are from your country and can kind of show you the ropes this is how you get a PPS number this is how you do a bank account yeah. but after a year or two it's like come on now yeah I, I don't know like maybe if well they're coming over for work most of the time so maybe yeah. if their work could try and mix them and like get yeah. them out staff things or team building things like I I don't really know how else they could do it because that is what they're here for so unless their role kind of makes it seem like they have to yeah they probably won't I think that's actually a really good idea about the work like I work for the Irish Wheels Association at the moment and most not yeah mm, over 50% of the carers are foreign nationals and a lot of the girls, because it's mostly women, there are lots of fellas as well, but it's mostly women, um, they're not really interacting with their co-workers. It can be a very lonely job because you're going from person to person to help them assist them with whatever they need. It's rare where you need two PAs in one service. So if you're doing that full time, you're not really interacting with colleagues mm -hmm. and there's no company like outings or barbecues or something or staff night out or whatever it is to kind of encourage people because I think people especially since they're from so many different countries it would be quite comforting to yeah. see other women in the same kind of boat as them but now because you're not from the same country you're all forced to speak in English to one another yeah I think it would be really useful so they I think they really should do something like that it should definitely be encouraged anyway at exactly least, at the very least because it's even good for their mental health, honestly. Like, Absolutely. imagine being in the country. I can't imagine going somewhere and only being able to interact with people who are from my country, especially since it's like so much going on. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's sad for the companies that they're coming to work for to not think about the fact that they're here and they need to be integrated to this culture. Exactly. Like they really have. They really need to do something more than just be like, okay, here's your money. <laughs> Come away from me. <laughs> I mean, like, loneliness and anxiety and stress, like, it's a real thing, and it really affects how people's quality of life. But um, going back to the way that your family was quite strict and kind of reserved, how did it, that impact you once you got to the age of dating? And what has been your dating experience oh, yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> um... It's been interesting. <laughs> uh, I've never brought anybody home to my parents. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, I was in a relationship for a year and he never met my family. And that is by choice. Because <laughs> I'm terrified to bring someone home to them um, in case they don't like them. Because if they don't like them, then I won't hear the end of it. Right. It's uh, very like, oh, they did this wrong. And you need to be careful of this and you know and they don't really take they don't really take time to actually get to know somebody right um they, they will eventually quickly and that's yeah, it that's there's it. a judgment they will eventually like my siblings have brought people home and you know they love them and you know they it's not that they don't like anybody who's not italian they love like if once they get to know somebody then you know that's fine but they um you know i'm very cautious about bringing someone home i want to make sure if i bring someone home that 
I want to be with them for a very long time because otherwise it's like oh you're dating too many people and then like yes 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 it's like oh gosh let me be let me be let me live yeah um meeting people here has been hard in some ways uh because I'm quite shy and I am quite reserved myself so like I don't go out I would never I'm only kind of going out now properly like and you know socializing properly so like I I'm not very used to like people coming up to me and be like oh hey you know I don't like it I really don't like it because I don't know I feel threatened in some way I just I'm very shy and I there has been times where men have come up to me and be like oh do you want a drink or and I might want to say yes but like my panic is just like no (laughs) I'm fine thank you (laughs) so yeah um online dating yeah that's been what I've been using and I Tinder yeah Tell me about your experiences with Tinder, because I. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm recently single. No, Don't do it. I, no, I'm not. To be honest, I'm. Not, I still have a year left to go in college, and I'm just too busy, and I, I'm not interested in dating. But I hear that Tinder is not the place to go. No, no, it's it's really not. Like, maybe it wasn't when it started, you know. But now it's it's really not the place. It's good if you want like something quick and like you're, you're you need something for the nice but <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it other than that now obviously you'll hear those love stories of people like I met we met on tinder and we're so in love and you're like okay that's bullshit but whatever <laughs> you're being paid by tinder to say this definitely no I am um, there was a time where I was on it just for entertainment purposes like that's how I find it I think it's hilarious how some people like approach you people could just say whatever they want and it's I I just I don't like it I don't like it I'm not on any dating websites anymore I was on it for so long like different ones and now I'm just like no if I meet somebody I meet somebody if I don't I'll stay single I don't care (laughs) (laughs) I really rather be single than be on online dating yeah it's just like some dates like you meet people and you're just like oh this is why you're on it like I get it now <laughs> like <laughs> like not, I don't want to sound bad like okay I'm not everybody who's honest you know I'm, I'm assuming is like this but like I've met guys and they spend the whole time like looking at other women or like and you're just kind of like you're on a date like at least if you don't like me pretend pretend you're giving me some respect like <laughs> and then don't talk to me afterwards you don't have to be like looking at every other woman while they're with me or like some men like you just kind of get bad vibes and you're just okay bye like I've had yeah. to dates super quick you should just, definitely listen to those bad vibes I just didn't like where I was so I was like no not comfortable see you later yeah like it's literally just picking people off the internet and meeting them if you really think about it like everything we're told not to do with children it's what we're doing <laughs> that's right you're essentially meeting a stranger meeting a stranger so I was just like no I'm not doing it anymore and there's not even like I feel like anybody who was honest before they're not there's not like a lot to pick from like right. you kind of run out of people pretty right. quickly I find so I'm just like you know. what happened when you were in college did you date when you were in college yeah and the guy the first my first boyfriend I've had when I was 18 and that was when I was in college um I actually did meet him on tinder at the, but that was when that was the beginning like when it was okay like ish uh that relationship was good um for our first few months and then it just wasn't he um 
He what happened? He wasn't like I don't know. I was kind of self-conscious and not had didn't have much confidence. So the, from my side, that was a, a bit of an issue. But then he would kind of play on that a little bit and he would pick on me and be like, "Oh, you should do this. Or why don't you look like this person?" And was Are you serious? Of, why yeah. don't you look like somebody else? Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you're kind of tall. Like, well, you knew this about me like months ago. So <laughs> why is it an issue now?" That kind of thing. He would just pick at me, and I was just. Uh, you didn't have the confidence to ask him what the hell's your problem? No. Okay. Young ladies everywhere have the <laughs> confidence to like say what needs to be said and then walk away. Because a guy that asks you, "Why don't you look like somebody else?" Fuck right off. Yeah, he was not great. Um, he was like I was eighteen and he was about twenty four. And he would have been my first relationship. Okay. And my first, like, anything with the guy. So I was just... And I didn't have... Like, again, I didn't have a lot of confidence anyway. Right. And he knew the things I weren't confident about. So he would kind of play on that. And he was quite manipulative in some ways. But at the same time, I should have sort of... I felt like I should have... Looking back, I felt like I should have stood up for myself. Yeah. Even if I wasn't that confident. Mm-hmm. I should have been like, it's still not okay for you to do this. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I didn't. And I ended up breaking up with him eventually because uh, he was cheating. Yeah, so, see, when somebody starts treating you poorly, what they're saying is, I don't have any respect for you. Um, I can't be arsed to get another girlfriend, but I'm definitely banging other people as the opportunity comes along. That's, what they're, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's basically that, it, yeah. That's what's happening. Um, I think, though, that kind of even set the tone for me throughout life. Like, I just, I kind of, ha- I know it's really bad because not everybody's the same, but I kind of have this expectation that somebody's just going to go. So, like, I always have that. Even if I'm not thinking that on purpose, it's, like, always in the back of my head. You think like, it's going to go tits up and the guy's yeah. going to turn out to be a dick? Yeah. So, uh, so you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. I know, and it's it's really bad. And it's, a, yeah. it's a mindset I really have to stop because that's going to that's gonna be me. Then. It's going to be me who's yeah. going to be the problem. So, at the moment, I'm just not dating. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just focusing on me until I figure myself out. And then I'll date because yeah. I don't want to get into a relationship and then feel like not secure yeah. when there's no reason to not be secure. Exactly. Which I feel might happen if I continue feeling this way when I start dating people. I feel like from my own experience, when you don't know where you're going and what you want, it's very easy to let somebody else manipulate you. And I don't even mean that necessarily in a bad way. But it's like you have no direction in life, so somebody will come alongside you and they will start directing your life by default. So I think waiting until you figure out what the hell you want to do with your existence is probably a good step. Yeah. Like if if what someone wants is to just, you know, go out and have fun, you don't necessarily need to be like settled in life for that yes. because you're probably not going to see them no but like if you if you're looking for a long-term yeah. thing that just you know a long-term thing then a short good time yes you definitely need to be more settled and that's something i've learned thus far <laughs> i need to be more settled in myself before i'm ready for someone else have you ever tried dating anyone in italy or from italy no actually <laughs> i thought that maybe I should, because they'll probably get it. But see, the thing is, Italians are very much like stick to Italians. I find that even in Italy. So like they are sociable, but you know. Yeah, they're not marrying outside the faith kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, basically. And maybe it's changing a bit more now, but there's definitely that hint of it in the history. It's only generations kind of passing down. It's still kind of there, even though it's fading out, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, 
so I kind of always try to stay away from that. Like, I'd be rebellious for my mum and be like, no, I don't have to be with an Italian person. No. <laughs> but like, I'm not opposed to it, really. It's just never, it never really... So that one that you yeah. wanted to get with. So who knows in the future what happens. I could be the one who goes back to Italy and lives there and finds somebody. Who knows? Yeah, you, exactly. Life, life is so funny. You don't know what's going to happen. Damn right you don't. No. Never thought I was going to end up in Ireland. So life is funny. I know, the tiny, tiny island. <laughs> <laughs> May I ask you, what shifts in your thinking have enabled you to push through resistance and through setbacks and to put yourself in a more stable and positive trajectory in life well I'm still working on it <laughs> <laughs> it's never ending is it? it's never ending but I'd say trying to care less about what people think yeah like I really really have dealt with that through through school and growing up I was very much caring about what everybody said about me and that was even brought into my first relationship. That's why I was got so down in that relationship because what he was saying to me really stuck with me. And I would like fixate on it unhealthily. Like it would be horrible. So I'm really trying to basically give less of a shit about what people say about me or think about me. Unless I'm hurting them in some way. Yes. I I need to just let it go. Cause like it, it's a lot. It's very heavy to keep everything that someone says about you with yeah. you. And that's what I've been doing. So I'm getting better at not letting people, not caring. Uh, it's still hard <laughs> because I want people to like me. Everybody wants to be liked. Yeah. So when someone's like, oh, you're kind of annoying or you're kind of like this, you're kind of, okay. False. Shit. <laughs> what a bummer. <laughs> shit. But yeah, I'm working on that. Definitely, I think to give less of a shit. I think it's something that comes with age. I've heard a lot of people say that as you get older, you tend to care less. So true. I, I can second that. So that's what I'm banking on. Like, as I, get older, <laughs> I will care less about different things that I shouldn't care about too much. So yeah, that would probably be the key. If us younger folk could um, learn that quicker in life, that would definitely help us, I think, <laughs> to care less about what other people think of us, for sure. How do you deal with failure? I don't. I'm very bad at dealing with failure. I'm a fear of failing so bad. Like, oh, uh, I really don't know. I'm so afraid to do things. Like, I have such really bad anxiety. Like, I suffer from anxiety. So that is the biggest hurdle for me right now at this point in my life is not being afraid of failure. But do you, do you accept that failing is part of learning and it's part of trying new things? Yeah, I know that. It's just hard. <laughs> You're like my head does, my feelings yeah, don't. Basically, that is basically it. My head knows it. I can be very logical sometimes, and then other times I'm like, "Oh, but I don't want to feel like I failed." <laughs> I think maybe the fear of feeling it is harder than actually feeling the yeah, failure. Yeah, basically, yeah. But I've had people say to me, "They'd be like, well, what if you failed at?" I'm like, "Well, nothing really. Like, <laughs> like I haven't. But that's the thing. Like, I haven't tried much things to fail. That's my point. I avoid the things so I don't yes. fail at them." <laughs> like so then I put you got through school you got through college you know you've done things I'm like yeah but what if I <laughs> I'm still thinking like I just I in my head it's always like I just about did it so I don't I think I don't give myself enough credit for the things yeah. I've done um I don't really see them as like a big success yet but mm -hmm. like then I think what is a big success if I get a job is that a success if I like make money is that it like you don't yeah it'll get to a point where I'll be like oh 
I still haven't done anything yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have to really work on that. I really have to just push myself and get over being afraid of it and just try. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very hard for me. What really it, hard. it is, it is difficult, um, especially when you don't know what's going to happen, like just dealing with the anxiety of the unknown. What, um, what advice would you give to other young folk who are children of immigrant parents and are kind of caught in between two cultures that don't really feel like they're Irish, they don't really feel like they're from their home country either, yeah. but they're um, growing up here and trying to find their way? I'd say try and communicate more with your family um, because especially if they're the ones who have come here, they're not going to understand so you'll have to let them know what it's like. They're going to assume they're getting the same treatment as you are. Do you know? They're not going to assume it's any different. So they won't understand when you want to do things that are outside of that culture. So you'll basically have to tell them. You have to teach them what it's like for you being in the country, growing up in it, and communicate. Which can be hard, depending on the family. Like my family yeah. were quite reserved and Catholic and they wouldn't have been open to many things. So I that's what I've learned from what I didn't do was I should have communicated more and I didn't so I think it would definitely help if you have a family that's like mine very strict and very strict to sticking with what they know would be to try and communicate with them and tell them how important it is for you to mix with where you are yeah especially if they brought you to a place where like you're being raised here this is your home yeah you know what I mean yeah. so you have to they have to let you integrate in a way that this feels like home yeah I think that's the that's the takeaway. That's the biggest takeaway from it. So the takeaways from today would be communicate more to your family about your needs. Yeah. Don't take shit from BS people that yeah, shouldn't be in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't and uh, just care less about things that you shouldn't have to care about and focus on yourself more than anything. Yeah. Like obviously care about other people and their feelings and don't hurt people, but ultimately take care of yourself don't be so consumed about what people may or may not be saying yeah yeah because it will consume you once you let people once you let that get to you it will always get to you and it just drains your energy and takes away your time and it's a lot it's a lot and yeah just no don't do it it's a loss of energy that's not necessary yeah well, Stefania, thank you so much. And I really especially you. appreciate because I know how shy you are. Yeah. And I know you're a little bit nervous before we got I'm this so kicked nervous. off. I'm sorry if it's really like No, it's not. It's not. I really wanted to get you here because you are a bit on the shy side. And I think yeah. you need to do these things that kind of push you out of your comfort zone so that yeah. you know it's okay. It's yeah. grand. It'd be grand, as they say here. Yeah. Also, I don't I hope I didn't put bad light on Italians. Italians are great. <laughs> no, I don't They're so didn't. social. They are just, they take time to for things that are outside of the norm. That's what I meant with the whole, you know, socializing. They, What they know was that they're Italians and there wasn't many Italians here at the time. Yeah. So See, my other friend that came over here, she comes from a Pakistani family. She had the same fear, like, oh my God, did I just trash my culture? I don't mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, 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 it's not bad. It's they're, not they're, bad, I promise. They're good, they're good they're lovely people. <laughs> ah, but Stefania, thank you so you're much. Welcome. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And you can find us on our The Immigrant's Journey Facebook page and also on Spotify for more episodes. Please subscribe and thank you for listening. Bye-bye.